So welcome, welcome to another episode of Bad Praxis. Uh, we've got a pretty, pretty, pretty tight and brief and hopefully light episode for you guys this week. Uh, I'm Bob. Uh, we've also got Chi with us. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and uh, and Kennedy. Hello. <laughs> So uh, uh, our our one our one main topic for today is going to be about the kind of unfortunate fallout from the DSA convention that happened uh, earlier this month in Atlanta, and the uh, and the pretty pretty sad uh, uh, pounding the table from certain quote-unquote leftists that are upset that members of the uh, members of DSA want conventions to be accessible from, you know, for people that are deaf or have sensory disorders, perhaps. Um, and this is just, uh, this is just the last straw for, for many, many smooth brains that like to call themselves leftists. Um, so there's a, there's a, there's a, one one piece of reading in particular that came out of this, which is which is particularly galling. Um, I don't know if one of what do you guys want to want to start us off with uh, tearing this this trash apart? Is this the uh, Vox article you're thinking of? Yeah, no, this is the class unity. Like, oh, really, like oh yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is a caucus or like a working group, but. Class unity is what some people are coalescing around um, in the wake of the incidents at the convention. Um, you should I, give them, pay them respect, and call them by their proper name, the the DSA dumbass caucus. Oh yeah, that, that's what we, we have decided to call them today, <laughs> and I think it's pretty good. Like their their manifesto is. Or their like page is kind of incoherent and weird. Clap. Like they're making a big deal about the clapping thing, and on the page, like Kennedy just said, it's titled "Let Them Clap." They have a picture of Eugene Debs clapping, subtitled "Eugene Debs Clapping." By God, if you if Eugene Debs can do it, so can we. You know what makes me really excited about socialism? Being able to like raucously clap after a panel on I don't know fucking labor value if I can't yeah. get up and holler about communism then it's neoliberal actually yeah neo neoliberalism is what I can't hoot and holler yeah I, I, the complaints on their face are kind of um, absurd so at the convention uh, they requested that people do like jazz hands instead of clapping. I think that's kind of goofy, but I, I also don't like really think it's that big of a deal to me to have to clap. 
Like that's kind of super do. And I guess it's for the benefit of um, sign language speak. Uh, it's for the benefit of deaf people. And and for people that have sensory disorders. Yeah, exactly. It'd be I'd be perfectly fine to, you know, go along with it. Like who cares? So it's it's really common for like during like ceremonies or, you know, like conferences or events like this, um, to be asked not to clap, like, you know, either at all or until the end. And that's just to like to help with to help the program like move more efficiently. Yeah. And I don't think anybody has any problem with it when it's in that context. But as soon as the idea is that, like, we want to make this more accessible to people with disabilities or, like, sensory issues, this, like, quote-unquote class unity caucus is, you know, you know, outraged. As if, like, you know, disabled people can't be a part of the, like, working class well, the thing that the thing that that really strikes me in this conversation is that there's a one there's a there's just a a stark lack of empathy for just the idea that like clapping could cause someone like sensory distress or that they are perhaps deaf and you know don't know what's going on. Because it's, you know, it's strictly auditory phenomenon. So just a complete lack of empathy. And then this, this strange this strange thread that runs through the more reactionary elements of the left. That the idea of asking people to be empathetic is going to be a complete turnoff to the working class. Who they, I guess, all assume to be like racist white people with like barbecue stains on their white t-shirts and like <laughs> and like and like with a piece of straw in their mouth or something some some completely fucking imaginary view of of working class a really racist view of the working class yeah as you guys are saying at the very least um not clapping it's going to move things along. Like, do you really want this interminably already long convention to just lumber on and on forever as like we clap after someone says something we agree with or, or like, hey, so when it's something we disagree with, you know, the kind of yes, stuff that starts to happen, it, it really yes, it isn't, <laughs> it really isn't all that necessary to just unnecessarily drag things along. I think waving like a, like a maniac after someone talks while like, someone else begins to is like a good enough especially if it achieves these other things you know like not stressing people out yeah this reads a lot more as like you know fucking normie comedians in the 90s making fun of like you know like poetry slams where everybody would clap <laughs> at the end oh yeah like that like that's this is the same like reaction as that but that was you know this is totally different because this is like this isn't just people being like you know shitty hipsters who are like oh i'm special this is like you know we're we're trying to be accessible to you know a huge portion of the working class a huge portion of the working class but the working class is only poor racist white people kennedy like, no one else is in the working class. That's what these people are trying to tell you. Why won't you listen? It's like they think that the working class also, like, browses 4chan with them. Because 
I don't know enough about stupid poll or this like um, caucus that sprung up out of nowhere, but their general style seems like very like 4chan shithead y to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like especially the way they like format their posts. It's for 4chan, but what's Medicare for all? Mm-hmm. It's very like they they have this um. You know, you have to convince yourself that everybody in the country holds the same, like, shitty reactionary views as as you do so that you can justify it to other people on the left. Or, like, you know, if you can project your own, like, bigotries onto somebody else and use them as, like, a an excuse or, like, a, a scapegoat for your own, like, racism, then, you know, that's their, like take it to acceptance on the left in their eyes. So on the Class Unity website, I, I think you should, you know, read the what they wrote. It's just dripping in quote marks. Like, they're, they're trying to act like they're up against this ridiculousness that really they aren't. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um... It's, it reads like a conservative article. Like, yeah whining about whatever they're identifying as trigger or cancel or whatever culture. What's the deal with social like justice? The, they're mad at the, the progressive stack and, and other stuff. <laughs> it's just like, there's just so much resentment and the talk of like hug rooms and dismissing absolutely yeah. all yeah. the claims yeah. of the left that it, it's hard to believe like this is even left. It's like, I think what they think makes them left is like supporting Medicare for all, but like, you know, big, big deal. You know, there's Tories in the UK and like other, um, there's other right wing groups in across Europe that support elements of the social net. That doesn't mean like you're a leftist. Fucking Richard Spencer or, yeah, Richard yeah. Richard agrees, Spencer. like deeply agrees with Medicare for all. Yeah. Like, I think that there's something like you know everybody sort of scoffs at the idea that you could ever use like a history of like national socialism against these like stupid poll people, but there is like a like a through line there, right? Because they they do want to have these benefits for them, like they would love to have socialized healthcare, but like there's a there's an implicit focus on turning away resources from you know social causes which are also incredibly important you know to the liberation of oppressed people and so it's it's kind of like a it is like a form of like nationalist socialism or like me 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 mm-hmm. socialism well one one thing that one thing that struck me in their uh, in their in their little manifesto here, which which was under the subheading of the demise of quote normie socialism, which Ugh. just paints four chan all over mm-hmm. this. But they said um, one of the complaints that they had about what they call liberal activist subcultural practices was quote. The constant weaponization of claims of disability, often invisible and unverifiable, to score political points, which reads like something you'd see in like the National Review or the American Conservative. Yeah, like somebody complaining about a 24-year-old with like scoliosis using a handicapped parking spot. Right. 
Ex- exactly. If you don't look disabled exactly. to me, there's no way that you can be disabled because I am the gatekeeper of disabled people. And you must be, you, and therefore you're using it to score points for yourself or to get special privileges that aren't afforded to the rest of society and that you don't truly serve. Right. Which is um, just bananas because right. obviously like like in the example of the person with scoliosis, it's a, clearly a disability. It's just not visible. Well, I think that you lump other things into that um, as well, which would include you know, sexual discrimination. Mm-hmm. It's like being gay is invisible too, even though there's some kind of stereotypes associated with it, you know, like we broadly construed, like just in general, people kind of think they can clock a gay from the way they sound or right. you've got the gay accent or you can, I have such a good these kind of dumb markers of like gayness. And then obviously like trans people have to deal with like, people thinking that they can ID them. But those are like, those are like not as obviously visible, you know, identities that still face like oppression, like objectively they do. But when they, when you're at the DSA meeting and you're like a stupid puller, uh, they just look like everyone else in the room. And like, it's like they get to complain and like get these, get this special treatment. That's, that's ridiculous. Right. When it's from a, a, a very real thing. Because <laughs> yeah, I've known, like, at the, at the, just as an example of that, like, at the job that I'm about to leave, I remember at some point hearing the manager talk about how he didn't want to hire this particular applicant because, like, he was weirded out by, like, their transness and they were would have gotten the job but for that. So. That's so fucked. I'm very glad that you're leaving Jesus that Christ. job. Yeah. Um, you know, and so the like the the rest of this document is, is more is the type of like anti-identity politics screed that you probably read a hundred times on Twitter from you know our favorites like Anime Therese and Anna Ketchup and, and other uh, luminaries like that. Um, you know, one thing that it's a constant complaint that like, you know, people, people specifying their pronouns and that not clapping and that, you know, like, like accepting and accommodating people with disabilities are going to drive away the working class. That's the only like coherent through line through this whole, through this entire entire document, um, the and and so I just I can't I can't say enough that when people talk about the working class in those terms, it says far more about them than whatever like fucking pretend working class idea they have in their mind. Yeah, it seems like dripping in its own uh, identity politics. Yeah, absolutely. And and. In racism and in classism, um, because the the idea that the working class isn't disabled, and that the working class isn't trans, and that the working class, you know, doesn't have like you know, sensory disorders is one uh, insane. 
and like unrealistic. What they harken back to, I, I, for some reason, think about like um, under Nixon, like the construction hat working guys that supported him and were like right. gun ho for the war. And like after the Kent State shooting, like there were some construction worker dumbasses, union guys who I, I, I think in like New York or something, some guys are trying to take down the flag and like these hard hat guys went and rose it back up. I think they're thinking of these kind of craft union guys. Uh, but I, I think familiar with the left, you might be aware that craft unionism historically was for like that kind of able-bodied uh, chauvinistic white guy, like v- wide swaths of white the economy have been, have been ignored uh, by unions, like the, the mainstream unions. That's why we had to have, or that's why there were, were things that like the IDWW that, filled in the role in some of those places, but, you know, quite a lot of the working class historically wasn't a part of that vision that, that they now, that these stupid absolutely. pullers now right. kind of pull on. And there are absolutely like elements of the working class today that do hold those like chauvinistic, like cultural Marxism, you know, that kind of bullshit. But, um, you know, the idea that we shouldn't be trying to introduce like empathy to them the idea that we should just accept them as they are like you know if they want to vote for bernie sanders fine but like i don't want to model i don't want to compromise on my vision of like you know like a socialist future or whatever with somebody that thinks that like you know women belong like you know barefoot pregnant in a kitchen and that there are only two genders and you know uh disabled people you know, fuck off, you know, that kind of thing. Like, that's not something that we should be encouraging. That's something that we should be, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to get people to, like, give a shit about other people, but you can. And so we should be trying to teach people about, like, you know, unity with the most marginalized people in the country against the 1%. Because that's what we need to like move forward. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. So maybe you know, maybe maybe unconnected to this uh, DSA dumbass caucus group um, is on Twitter. Leslie Lee the Third posted a uh, posted something. I, I think from I think from Reddit, but it's hard to tell because more and more I have boomer brain. But Tragic. it's a, it's a, uh, yeah, you hate to see it. Um, but a, uh, it's a, it's a stupid poll DSA disruption tactic list. Yes. And so it basically, it is the most, it's some bullshit, y'all. I love it. Um, so the, uh, basically the idea goes, so you join DSA, you, Refuse to pay dues using the quote my oppression <laughs> loophole that DSA has that that loophole that we all know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um. So then you then come up with a made up list of 
what they call super woke invisible oppressions. And this allows you to never do any kind of work in DSA, apparently. Um, because, you know, famously, people that have the most to lose don't do the work of socialism. Um, and then if you're and then, you know, which when it when it really starts to edge into actual like bigotry is when it suggests that for males and I can't imagine I mean, come on, most it might be it might be absurd if I say most people in stupid poll are dudes. Yeah. No, no, that's not, not at, all. at all. Okay. Dudes and like women I think that's an easy that's it. Yeah. And and women that, that are obsessed with Twitter clout and fucking Nick Mullen. <laughs> You'll um, love to see it. So yeah. If you fuck uh, anime Therese, is that anti? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't cut that. If you okay. if you if you fuck anime Therese, is that does that mean that you're starring in Sweeney Todd too? <laughs> I don't get it, but okay. Oh well, she okay. she. Loves I I really Sweeney I Todd. said that for Kennedy. Thank you, I appreciated it. She does look like Sweeney Todd, or Edward um, hands. <laughs> um, she does look like Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> but, Have you seen so the picture mo- of her? Most... She. The... Yes, she looks like a ghoul. Yes, but she also looks. She looks like weird. she looks like Death Note. She does. <laughs> Not even like the specific character. She looks like just an edgy emo anime. Like she looks like, like when I was in the ninth grade. She looks grade, like a I, goth emo like anime person. Yes, when I was in the ninth grade, I took like a selfie with like a light shining like directly down onto my face, but her face just looks oh like God, that. This is like the best picture. <laughs> like her face just has that like. I'm posing for my MySpace picture, but permanently. That's a that's not a MySpace picture. That's a live journal picture. <laughs> All right, what, what were you saying you? before we steamrolled you? Okay, sorry. No, 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 no. It it was a good it's a good riff. Um, so so like where this where this disruption tactic list edges into outright bigotry is they say that if you're male the more than likely the chapter that you're in has a quota for non-male officers or delegates. And so you should claim to be a non-transitioning trans woman. And if anyone questions you, then you should scream identity and steamroll them using that. And then you should run for office and take control of the, of the, of the DSA chapter. And then, you know, Take you know, go mask off and go full you know anti id poll, and say that, and then anyone that that disagrees with you, you're supposed to out oppress them because that's the whole that's all DSA does. It's talking yeah, about I'm, oppression. I'm over oppress people. I'm executing my anti id poll uh, platform by uh, c- and covering myself to do it with id poll. Yes. Uh, that literally sounds like. I know that we've said a lot about anime, but that does sound like an anime antagonist. Like he like takes off the mask and like pulls out the cape, and he does like the whole like, "You fools! I have tricked you." <laughs> this is definitely like a beam of light um, <laughs> reflecting off their glasses. Yes. Yeah. Like the like the the zoom in on the like anime smirk. 
Yeah. I yeah. see it in my head this right is, now. Well, and what what Leslie Lee uh, said when he tweeted this uh, this screenshot is he said, congrats on inventing Co-Intel Pro. <laughs> Which, like... Um, the CIA doesn't I, even by the way, don't sign up. White working class do people not, do their work for them. Do not click join Class Unity on their website. Do not put in your name, your email address, phone number, DSA chapter, and previous chapters you or um, movements in DSA you may have been with. Don't outline your skills. Who? Don't give any more feedback. Don't give them information that definitely, maybe, who knows, might be added to your dossier. Who sees um, that and doesn't yeah. <laughs> say, like, oh, well, that's a fucking cop. That's like, right. like uh, how do you do, fellow socialists? What the hell? No, it's 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 great. It, Give us your phone I, number. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say real quick about about Leslie's uh, CoIntel Pro comment is I don't know I always forget the name of this group in the 60s and 70s, but it was a it was a Maoist group that was started by the FBI, and they circulated like a pretty a fairly well written manifesto about the the need for like third worldism in the American communist movement. <laughs> And the group, the group got like really, like legitimately popular, and like got like clout in the admittedly small yeah. American communist movement. And it was like eighty percent of different varieties of cops. Well, the thing is, like the, the movement people um, at that time would be like, uh, well, if once people get into this stuff and like truly read the like immortal teachings of Marxist Leninism or, or whatever the fuck and understand it. Like they would just believe that. They would, Which they if I could interject is exactly what these stupid poll people fucking say. They would stop being cops. <laughs> they they would um once you see the truth, you would just believe it, right? Like there's no way you right. could like be faced with all the arguments and be able to one, not agree with them and two uh, come up with like your own harebrained addendums to them to influence movements. Impossible. Um, well, yeah, and like the uh, like the the stu- the DSA dumbass caucus manifesto ends with them saying that their their grand plan is to erase Idpol by making every DSA <laughs> chapter uh, just read Marx all the time, just become oh, a Karl yeah. Marx book book club, and that'll you know that'll fix everything. I just want, like, I I would be highly skeptical if one of these stupid poll people told me that their real concern was, oh, we just don't care about theory enough anymore. Like, come the hell on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, okay, that's nerd shit. That's nerd shit. Like, if all you care about is theory, you suck. You're boring. I hate you. I actually think like they would get into the most granular argument into the most granular argument with you about theory because I think they would just want to make like DSA into like a debate slash reading club. No, uh, because no, first no, no, of all, first exactly of all, it, it isn't. First of all, it isn't a Marxist group, and they this um, class unity caucus is clearly aimed at making it that DSA is explicitly yes. big tent. Everyone from like. Your lib sucks, your suck libs, uh, your tankies, and comms, and whatever. It's all in there. Right. And like feminist groups, specific like black socialist stuff, 
it is not a Marxist group and it shouldn't be either. I, I do believe like the big tent aspect of it is important. So basically like they're trying to, I think another objective of this is to factionalize. Yes. Where, yes. Whereas I think like the kind of unified socialist block that has internal disagreements and tendencies is good. Like the, the, the idea that we can stop fighting each other and like getting in our mentions for a minute and uh, achieve something of, as a movement is good and eroding that is bad. And like that really, you know, that argument itself makes it highly like that on its own makes me think like there's no way that like an actual leftist is promoting this stuff. Like it, it absolutely feels like a good attempt at infiltration and I'm not sure if it's organic or if it is like, you know, the, the feds, but either way, like that's worrisome to me. That's really worrisome to me. Yeah. The, in the fifties, sixties, they had co-intel pro. Mm -hmm. Well, today we have co-intel pro. We love it. But um, Definitely saw that. So another case of what appears to be right wing. No, I'm sorry. That's not good. That's not how I want to frame it. I'm trying to link the stupid poll caucus to the quote, the QAnon Alette article. Quit it. QAnon Alette. I like that. No, it's good. Oh, Oh, your voice is totally different, but it's fine. Oh, um, yeah, Bob's uh, Bob's been replaced. You sound like um, Tom Kenny. Like who? Tom Kenny. Ho- Hoopst. The actor that voices SpongeBob. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I mean, like he doesn't. Am I supposed sound... to know actors? I only know Tom Kenny because he's been doing a lot of like viral hit videos where he like will like act out different scenes from spongebob yeah i didn't know i'm not i didn't know you were that into like spongebob like deep lore (laughs) okay so if you watch like one spongebob meme video like your mentions (laughs) will be like (laughs) full of them for like weeks at a time So I watched like one video of like, it was like Tom Kenny, like rating different SpongeBob impressions and YouTube has been like, oh, you like Tom Kenny, huh? You like Tom Kenny, huh? You want to watch more Tom Kenny? I'm sorry. I just got really, I mean, like, I mean, that's, that's, like that's good. If you watch a gaming video, like tomorrow you'll have like uh, videos, <laughs> anti-feminist and you know, shit like that. Suggesting. I literally was recommended an hour and like eight minute long stream about the QAnon connections to the Dayton shooter. Like, uh, so like not on another video 80... or anything, but like in my like recommended feed. Right. And that's crazy. What did the Q want it to happen? I don't understand. I watched like five minutes of it because I couldn't tell from the title if it was like, I mean, I should have known because the woman's name was weird as shit. But I like, I watched like five minutes of it and I was like, because it was a live stream, so I was watching the recorded chat. And it's like, it's not even entertaining. It's fucking scary. It's so creepy to watch. Like, I had to get out of there, but 
I mean, from what I could see, she was saying, like, Donald Trump has a plan, and this is all a part of the plan. And somebody in his administration, blah, 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 blah. Like, he's crazy. Wow, Donald Trump fucking sucks. They killed white hat pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Mm -hmm. You hate to see it. Uh, So kind of closing out on the discussion of the DSA class unity uh, astroturf deal. The dumbass caucus. DSA cop caucus. DSA cops. uh, Fraternal order of police caucus. um, (laughs) Is is this ruse which was pulled off on Quillette. So someone by the name... Archie Carter. So someone by the name... By the moniker uh, Archie Carter sent in... an article to Quillette be pretending to be like a hard hat wearing Marxist Leninist union <laughs> member. That on itself is kind of like you're already touching like a few too many buttons. Yes. It's um, a famed, definitely real and not made up uh, unified Brooklyn caucus of the DSA. Yeah. <laughs> the Brooklyn caucus, which is definitely real. Um, yeah. And, and they published it without like, with hardly like any scrutiny. And so the guy, the guy's now been making the rounds of the internet, like going to Jacobin and going to Vox, like dunking on Quillette. Basically, for, just like fucking got him, bro. For accepting his dumbass article that they immediately delete deleted. Like in in the first draft of the article, uh, let, let me let me just uh, read this. So it goes: the behavior which offended me in my union buds was the <laughs> white men who portrayed themselves as social justice warriors. This is, by the way, like when he was pretending to have gone to a DSA uh, meeting and verbally flogged themselves uh, throughout meetings. Yeah, definitely happened. White men <laughs> suck. The part where white men are terrible. Where white men like, are oppressive. Like, um, like Catholic self-flagellation. Like they were Catholics during the Dark Ages, hoping to avoid... This is, this is way play. too horny. Through God's good graces. As Ariana Grande would say, God is a woman after all. <laughs> yeah, that was in the first draft as, that wasn't published. As the resident backpack all my... Ariana Grande stan, I really appreciated that line, personally. Like, me and all my union buddies listening to union Ariana buds. Grande, uh, they're all out of frame. <laughs> they're enjoying the music. with That song is a bob, though. Me, me and my, uh, me and my union buds uh, think Ariana is a queen and slays, but we're definitely turned off by hearing any sort of criticism of white men. Wait until they hear what the internet says about Ariana Grande's tan. Yeah, she's not a PSC. <laughs> I'm not white. I'm Latina. Sorry. Yeah, she's a. Uh, she ain't Latina. She's Latina. She's, a... she's just Latin, like. She's a guapo. I'm not, I'm not white. Can we all agree? Sorry, I'm not white. I'm Italian is what I meant to say. But I'm... Because she she's, <laughs> she's trying to look yeah. Latina. The two most important POCs in America, Ariana Grande and Nancy. Nick, what? And Nancy Pelosi. Oh, Nancy Pelosi. So that, that's, hey, not that's, all oppressions is visible. Hey, I'm being a congresswoman <laughs> here. The whole working class is my familia. You guys remember when that person tried to defend Nancy Pelosi on Twitter by saying that she's a POC? Yes. 
and that's why that's why she can. She's not white. She's Italian. Go home, Jago. She Ariana Grande really does have like big like. Have you seen that? Um, there's like a TikTok with this guy that's like European and Italian mixed. And he just like <laughs> is like uh what? thirst trapping and he's like, Yeah, dude, I'm mixed. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, just for a second on that, um just to touch back on, on that uh, DSA dumbass caucus related stuff. Uh so I had heard from someone at my work about the video of this is called the freak out. Um, so I just want to say everyone who have promote that and like the idea that left circles are neurotic or like insane or whatever. Um, good job. Pat yourself on the back. Stupid polars. This is a uh... anime Therese reply guys. All of you, you really owe it to yourself mm-hmm. to like help in, in your assistance in promoting right wing memes. Love it. We're forgetting about the the whole part in this saga where Tucker Carlson had Angela Noogie come on to uh, to his show to talk about how silly the DSAers were, and and what's bad about that is that Fox specifically promotes that as like left wing socialists. Angela Nagel, you know, trashes the dumb kids at DSA convention. So like. The when your boomer dad sees it, mm-hmm. they're seeing that like this is like a a real socialist or like an adult leftist, yes. like ex- trashing you know that's exactly my, my dad's take. son that I hate. Yeah, you ain't, know? ain't you in that thing with the triggered people? Yeah, with the jazz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Um, um, why can't you fucking kids just clap? God damn it. <laughs> Back in my day, Jesus we fucking clapped. Christ. I didn't even fucking clap. Um, so yeah, like that, that to me was just like the cherry on top to this, this, this soup of, of shit was, was Nagel going on Tucker Carlson. You know, a show that she loves to fucking go on. Only the truest leftists go on Fox News. Those who are brave enough to face the ideas like uh, Glenn Greenwald and um, Michael Tracy. (laughs) Although I will give um, Greenwald an iota of a pass for some of the like really good. Yeah, they're playing on Brazil. So like the, I think it's very interesting how like Fox News, like nativist, you know, like home beacon of the homing beacon of the far right like i think it's very funny that their perfect representative for like the american working class is like a fucking rich someone who writes articles yes and that's not even from yes it's not even from this country like it's very very funny that they had to like outsource (laughs) their like actually the left is regressive position to a fucking irish person maybe they think that that'll get them woke points yeah because irish are the original pocs yeah and they were also definitely like slaves the f- yeah but on, on back onto that uh q on a ruse <laughs> like the blanket was pulled over their eyes and then 
they just believed everything. Like their their main pitch is like they they're a data uh, outfit. Like they they care about what the facts are. What do the facts say? What do they lead to? You know, if it's that uh, black people have a different amount of bones in their body or a different shape to their like uh, the contours of their skull, and that <laughs> means they're dumber. We'll go along with that because we're 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 facts driven, and we don't want our prejudice to. Um, you know, influence the conclusions we come and to. And of course, like, we all know that we scientific are data can't be racist. And we just go where the data says, and that there's absolutely no reason to like uh, interrogate or question what our assumptions are in the collecting of that data or the scientific process. You know, things like IQ, completely unassailable, unassailable. But uh, all that was shown to be a complete lie. Uh, in this article they were willing to publish because it's not even the first time that they've been duped. Like there's, uh, I forget what the, do either of you remember like what they got in trouble for, for like a month or two ago? Uh, well, it, it all rose together, but I know that they released like a, like a, like a list of doxing activists and reporters from Andy, uh, Andy milkshake boy from uh, <laughs> Portland. Um, well, and is what else? Something else I was going to add is that in case you guys think that Chi is joking about Quillette caring about skull shapes, they literally defend phrenology once a month. Yes, like that's something that they do. They have, they have like like staff writers going on Twitter yelling that that by calling it phrenology, you're insulting it. They prefer to call it craniometry. Oh my, oh my god. fucking god! Holy that's a that that's a real worse. tweet. That sounds that's worse. real. That's that real. sounds that's real. Even more like 1850 than phrenology. Yeah, it doesn't make it any better. It definitely sounds like craniology is the word you would come up with if you were like a 19th century brain racist. Yes. Like trying to prove like if, if the, if the, the word, composition of people's bones makes makes them stupider. If the word phrenology was trademarked, literally the next thing you would go to is craniometry. Yeah, phrenology.com it was taken, <laughs> so I turned it into craniology.com, basically. Oh, so it was Andy Milkshake boy said craniometry. Oh my god. <laughs> no way. No, I'm gonna I I promise. Well I would never oh, lie. So I would guy. never lie to you guys. So would the effect of his skull have been I mean, would the shape of his skull have been affected by the absolute bludgeoning he took with a paper cut? impact from a vegan milkshake <laughs> yeah the issue with many writers with impressive bylines is that at the end of the day they are still scientifically illiterate craniometry is not phrenology <laughs> i suggest you read this peer-reviewed paper that was the source of the re um the reference you claim is racist god damn it if like, I i'm not a turf i'm a craniologist if i want to say that somebody's nostril size uh, correlates to their intelligence i'm going to say it and if you don't let me say it you are silencing me and taking away my first amendment right to free speech what andy was mad about was another twitter user dunking on quillette by pulling a uh, a paragraph for one of their titles about uh phrenology where it says, in fact, researchers can classify human variation by continent quite accurately using only data from the human skull. 
They are able to correctly classify human skulls into black and white Americans with about 80% <laughs> accuracy using only two variables. Oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, fucking QAnon Colette, they promoted a bunch of <laughs> bad shit, like, uh... Very funny to me. Like, they're just not good, and I, I think, like, their, their willingness to post this article shows that they are, in fact, driven by their prejudice um, or prejudices, and they don't do serious work uh, or research. All the things that they complain about other outfits doing, it's like 100% what they do. <laughs> and this is uh, hilarious. And so the actual guy, the Archie Carter, I don't know his real name, it's all like hidden for obvious reasons. He's not like the most um, coherent guy in his thinking either. Like he, in his uh, discussion, I think with the Vox writer in the same like exchange said that the okay sign, like with your hand, that it's ridiculous to call that racist. And then like later on was like, yeah, that okay hand sign is probably racist in the context that's emerged. So, yeah, but I mean, at least I'm like glad that he like sit in this article and completely ruse uh, this idiots at QAnon Clet or QAnon Let. I'm just blown away by the craniometry is not phrenology. <laughs> oh, it's just like, uh, it's just like, uh, don't call me a turf, call me a gender critical feminist. Yes, I'm looking at it and I'm just like, first of all, imagine like typing out that sentence and thinking that you don't sound like a complete asshole. Like, I'm imagining his hands like shaking with <laughs> anger and rage at this fucking room. You fool! Saying you, you, you idiot! You utter you, moron! You fool, dumbass! Like, you know how dare you besmirch the immortal science of craniometry <laughs> by calling it by the crass jokester title of phrenology? We should just call it what it is. He wants to fuck. Yeah, in. In a bio they did of Boris Johnson, they described <laughs> um, they described him as having an imposing uh, build and a Germanic forehead. Oh my god! <laughs> among other shit, we we like the strongest men in the world are ones that look like sacks filled with beans. He looks like Augustus Gloop. If this is what the ideal German specimen who looks like a droopy dog with a mop of blonde hair, a Germ Germanic people, uh, not bringing your best. I will die on the hill that he looks like Augustus Gloop. He does. So I guess uh, as we reach the end, quick plug, check out, uh, I don't know when it's dropping, but this week's In Too Deep uh, podcast. I... I make a brief showing on there, but I had to uh, leave a little early to record this podcast. So, <laughs> but uh, we do plan eventually on, I guess, um, full full crossover going on, or them going on us. It's not really clear. Some sort of collaboration, Fucking you know. Universes colliding. Scratch each other's back a bit, if you do, uh, know what I mean. Fellas. Left, left is best is, is making making moves out there, yep. y'all. Like, this is a fucking the, yeah. this community is getting some fucking clap. Check out the the old uh, twitch.com slash central underscore committee. Mike from PA, who's also on the Into Deep podcast, 
has put together a pretty impressive show where he's already like had some debates with people like Destiny and like been in conversations with Hassan. So he's he's accumulated uh, quite a lot of what we call clout. Yes. In the biz, we call he's it destroying, destroying centrists with facts and logic. He's fucking crushing it on Twitch, man. So give him a little more clout and subscribe. <laughs> the uh, yes, I just wanted to just kind of give a shout out to the greater leftist best community for uh, there's a lot of lot of lot of new, a lot of really good, really good podcasts and now Twitch streams out there. Um, it's great to see. It's great to see a community kind of come together, right? And before we sort of stop talking about that, also, um, everybody should make sure to go to the Twitter, uh, Canary Filmmaker, uh, friend of the show, uh, Dominique, is creating a documentary about maternity uh, and uh, mortality rates uh, among Black women. And I think that she's doing incredible work. And anybody that's listening, if you could... Uh, support her and like maybe reach out to her and let her know that like you appreciate what she's doing that would be awesome yep check show notes it's a that. really important um, project some, some of their links please it's really good absolutely all right so uh until time see you later yeah see you guys later padpraxis.com Spam it to your friends. Thank you. Thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Sam Johnson declared that patriotism is the last refuge of the scoundrel. You must have had the Wall Street gentry in mind. (laughs) But when I leave, you remember I said, with the last words on my lips, I am... those people with iPads. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not a bandwidth on this conversation, I'm sorry. <laughs>